Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. to another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief, Ryan Satin, here with my co-host, Jamie Iovine. How's it going, Jamie? It's going good, man. The two-man booth this time. Yeah, just the two of us today. Uh, and yes, Happy New Year, everyone. We we obviously took the holidays off a little bit. Were we gone for two weeks or just one week? Well, just Christmas one... Well, Christmas and New Year's were on the same day this year. So, so we did take two, two weeks. weeks off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm myself. looking forward to today. I haven't, it's been a long time since we've had a conversation like this. Yeah, it, we don't often get just to have a one-on-one intimate conversation well, like this. Well, I'm talking about wrestling in general. You know, a lot can happen in two weeks. A lot has happened. I don't know if we're going to get the full two weeks covered. Probably shouldn't cover this week. Um, but one of the things I want to talk about, which is obviously the most talked about thing. Oh, actually, before I get into that, I should say, 
I know there's been a bunch of stuff about Collider that was on Twitter today um, about some of the shows that are going away. Um, just so you guys know, these shows on, this show is not going away. Wrestling Sheet Radio is still going to be on video. We're still going to be on podcast. Uh, we're still going to have our weekly show, except for during holidays or whatever. But we're still doing our thing here, so don't worry about that. Everything's good with Wrestling Sheet Radio. Um, but I want to talk about the biggest thing of the week this week, and that was obviously Bobby Lashley and Lana's wedding on Monday Night Raw. Well, first off, let's get a real uh, future wedding out of the way. Congratulations on Drade and Charlotte Flair on their engagement. Re- in recent engagement. Yeah, Correct. Of upcoming wedding. Yeah, upcoming wedding, yes. You notice I said that. <laughs> Which is a very real relationship. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're quick, man. Them and, them and Becky and Seth were very fast, it feels like, where they just they hopped right in. I think maybe courting and like dating is sped up in the wrestling world because you literally <laughs> are with each other all the time. 24-7. So yeah. maybe, maybe they're cut, the courting situation is cut in half. Who maybe. Knows? Maybe. Um, yeah, no, congratulations. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's, they're, they're, they're like one of my favorite. They're my favorite, I think, uh, Twitter couple. I enjoyed... The, them and Montez Ford and Bianca. I enjoyed Miller. Charlotte's post where she said, a year ago today we were using Google Translate for our first like t- New Year's together. And I thought that was cute. It you is know? cute. Yeah, yeah. And I like love. And I, I watch Night Day Beyonce and I see people talking. I, I see people falling in love via Google Translate. Dude, often, so. I used it when I was in Brazil and it works. Yep. It does. It's a bitch because Obviously. you got to type it and then you got to hand the phone to the person and they got to type it. And, but – you know, it's uh, I'm I, I'm a person who enjoys natural they coming have, together. They and, have new ones too, where you can just talk into it. Yeah, and then it, and you show it. They talk. I was in a nightclub most of the time. Whenever in That's Brazil, a more, so <laughs> it's a little more difficult. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get into the the the, the very fake wedding yes. that that occurred on Monday Night Raw. Um, I, I feel like we don't need a full recap of everything that happened because I'm pretty sure no. that everyone listening or watching this, and we got to tread lightly with this one, boy howdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've learned that already, Jamie. Yeah, I've I've been watching. Like, like, you, what's great about you is like you'll if I'm not sure about something, you don't really wait. <laughs> like you'll just say it, and I'm watching your exchanges that you have going on on Twitter. I'm like, huh, I'm glad I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair, fair, fair uh, way of wording that. Yeah, I you know I will say I did. Uh, for those of you who didn't don't know what I, what Jamie is talking about here, I. I wasn't def- – I <laughs> feel like I got a little like, – my, my point was a lost a little bit here. But I tweeted about the wedding saying uh, – because obviously there was well, the, there was can, the angle can, with, with Liv at the end of it. In you case know? you missed it, weddings as they go in WWE didn't there, – there's only one that's gone well. And it's Macho Man Macho and Man, yeah. And um, as is usual, we were expecting some sort of interruption. This isn't the one we were expecting. No. Liv Morgan comes out thinking that maybe her and Lashley had some history. Not so much. It was her and Lana. And thus we have our first. Well, not non, first. Non, uh, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> Sorry. Non-subjective, which I guess maybe it is a little subjective. But like it wasn't used as – which I, I guess maybe it was. To some people it was. But I'm saying like – we had our first sort of lesbian angle with, uh, with I guess if you want to call it the HLA thing was the technically the first one, and then we had uh, Mickey James and Trish, which I guess if historians are going to get me if that was one before the other, but um, but those were used as like very Jerry Springer ish. Okay, yeah, this one sort of is still. 
But, so we'll get yeah we're gonna get into that. Uh, but and I'm really trying to tread lightly. Yeah, I get it. I really am. I get because it. this is the same thing that happened with the um, ACH situation. Uh, well, not- I'll take over a little bit so that you can tread a little more less lightly to help you out here a little bit. So like the thing that Jamie obviously doesn't want to doesn't want to step into here is the whole gay thing because you know there's a bisexual storyline. Yes, that's and going both, on here. Both of them are straight. To to our knowledge. To our knowledge, yes. Uh, to our knowledge, Lana is well. In real life, Lana is current. She may be bisexual. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Same with Liv. We don't know. We know she's dated Enzo. She's in the dated past. dudes in the past. So who knows? I don't think they know. <laughs> Not when I say they, I don't mean Liv and, and uh, Lana. You mean WWE? I yeah, creative. I don't think they know. Yeah, and, uh, and they weren't like okay. Who are two roster members that are bisexual that we could use for this? I don't think that conversation. No, it's happens. because they're actors. I mean, yes. they look at people who are willing to. I mean, Lana is willing to step out of her comfort we've zone. Seen that, we've she's seen in the middle of a cuck storyline. Yeah, with we've her seen husband. that Lana has been has been willing to do a lot, making out with a dude yeah. in front of her husband. You know, yeah. real life husband. Um, you know, they are clearly down to be actors. Yeah, like they're down to hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the 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 live thing. You know, she comes out and she basically says she looked great, by the way. She did. Uh, she comes out though, and she basically says that you know she's she, she says that she was in love with that she's in love with, with Lana. Lana. Um, and you know, I saw a lot of response on Twitter where people were saying that it was that the wedding, you know, because so she says she's in love with her, and then Lana slaps her. They get into a fight. It becomes a whole mm-hmm. thing. Then Rusev pops out and further messes things up, and there's this whole fight, you know, with with all of them. Okay, so people were saying that because it was played for shock value and for comedic Which, purposes. No matter how way you take it, you you know that. Yes, of course. Okay, but everything in wrestling is for shock value. Yes. So also that also throws me off a little too because like they make a mockery of heterosexual relationships as well. I mean, mm-hmm. look at what storyline Lana is in. So I, 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 it does throw me off a little bit because I'm like, well, we know what we're watching here, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and also, like, Erica, for example, my girlfriend, like, she's bisexual and she, like, super didn't feel the way that I saw some people online feeling, you know, on Twitter. You know, she was like, this is great. Like, I love seeing bisexual representation on TV. Like, obviously, there was this slap and it, you know, there's they haven't always portrayed these angles in the best light and they do have a history and it could go wrong but (laughs) like oh boy can it (laughs) yeah it obviously can go very wrong but it started off with a girl telling another girl i love you why Mm -hmm. can't we be together and this was after weeks of vignettes where this girl was saying i used to be someone i'm not Mm -hmm. i've shed that person now i know who i am and then she finally reappears and she tells another woman she loves Mm -hmm. her and so to Erica, it was like, no, I don't see this making a mockery of of of, of bisexual culture, LGBTQ, you know, QT uh, culture, or anything like that. Like, I she doesn't see it that way, and and I know that others did um, because I tweeted and I said, uh, did the Lana Lashley wedding make a ton of sense? No, not really. Was it fun to watch? Absolutely. Uh, did it get people talking? No question. Now I'm interested to see where they go with it because this live Lana thing was very out of left field, but has my attention. And a lot of people were like. Why would you say it's fun to watch people make a mockery of of this culture? And I'm like, I just didn't see it that way. Uh, the comparison I was trying to make with Brokeback Mountain was was because I had said, you know, would you say? Because someone said to me, so are you okay with them using an LGBTQ plus storyline in that way? Just as long as it was fun to watch, dude. This is not a good take. This was mockery and not cool at all. Anyone involved in the writing of that should be ashamed of themselves. Be better. And I said, well, would you say Brokeback Mountain mocked? 
LGBTQ culture because the two stars of the movie weren't gay. I don't think most would. Like I said, the stuff with Liv and Lana didn't make a ton of sense last night, but I'm interested to see where they're going with it. And people were still like, real mad about me for saying that. But I think my point was lost because what I was really just trying to say was like – Yeah, I, I understand what you were trying to say, but then this is uh, – you. I think we've learned at this point making making comparisons with WWE and Hollywood. We can't do that because there's that argument of when you're going to go see The Undertaker at the airport, you know, and you want to take a picture with them. You're not going to go say, Mark, Mark, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, because they're trying to make you think it's real. At yes, the end of the day. it's different. It's very different. I mean, we've discussed that like it, it, like we can't compare. Um, what's a good? We can't compare the fiend. I mean, Bray Wyatt playing the fiend versus Anthony Hopkins playing Hannibal Lecter. It's not the same. It's similar, but there's it's two very different things. It's a different medium. It's a different way that the characters are presented. There's a period of time where Anthony Hopkins is going to go out into the world, be on set for four or five months, be Hannibal Lecter, and then it's off, and then he's off to something new. Mm-hmm. That's not the same thing with wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They have to be this guy more often than not, more often than how, however they are in real life, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that you, I think that making, a, a, like, well, it, it's not a, it's not a incorrect argument using the Brokeback Mountain thing because I understand what you're saying. And yes, it is two performers being something that they're not in real life. Correct. 100%. But I think that there are some minutiae uh, details about how Hollywood is very different from WWE. And and that was the majority of the quote tweets and replies mm-hmm. that I got of like you can't compare these two things. I and I agree with that. Um, you know, I just I guess that I just look at it as like that's they've got a bunch of Hollywood writers, they've got a bunch of people from the entertainment industry that work there. Like I feel like that is what they want to be. Like they want Sure, it's what they want, but at the end of the day, it's a wrestling show. Yes. And at the end of the day, there's still until Hollywood fully accepts WWE as some sort of like an actual medium. They're not even I mean like they haven't even won an Emmy and they've been on TV for fucking 30 years. Yeah. You know? Longer. There's there's something to that. A lot longer, right? Yeah. Well, I'm just exaggerating, but you know, you know what I'm saying. So, I think that until that happens, I think it, it, it which a lot more would have to happen after that, but I'm saying Hollywood for, in order for wrestling to be mentioned in the same um sentence as movies, as TV shows, as big epic sagas on television, I think that that has to be accepted by Hollywood, and it hasn't happened yet. It's a little closer nowadays, but it still hasn't happened yet. I think the sports world is going to accept WWE faster than the Hollywood world, but then that goes back to, okay, then what are we presenting here? Is it a sport or is it a show? That's the thing. Well, I'm saying that's only going to add to it. So no, I agree. I, think, I agree with you. So I, I agree that, with that, that sense. But I, th- I think if like we're we're we they they want to be entertainment, I'm at least willing to see where they're going to go with it. Because and I I realize I don't want to I don't want to um, what's the word I'm looking for uh, devalue anyone who felt otherwise for it. like hundred percent. Like, I would never do right. that. Everyone has every, every right. right to their opinion or whatever. I'm not going to say they're wrong for feeling that way about something that is so you know something that that they they. Uh, they're part of, you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, um, I just I guess for me as someone who likes the acting side of things, I look at it and I'm like, but they're characters like they're these are actors like we were True, just saying at the start at the of same it. time. It's that's not it, it, they're not uh, some some of these guys aren't characters. Randy Orton is Randy Orton. Fair. That's <laughs> a good point. Fair. That's a good point. And also, I think a lot of people are not are a little alarmed, but I think scared. 
That's because, what I really think at the end of the day because boils down to. their track record is terrible. Yes. And they're like, oh, where are we going to go with this? Are, we, are they just going to say, we just did this to get booked like Billy and Chuck did at the end of their whole mm-hmm. thing? I think the ending of Billy and Chuck would have been more meaningful and not looked back on. They just mar- got married. If they got married. Yeah. Or if it wasn't, or if the ending wasn't so ass, you know, and they, the ending was offensive. They both got beat up. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, they both got beat up. And, um, I, I I think that they're just scared that that's going to happen again. Which, why would you not think? After reading at least over a thousand replies to my tweets, including quote tweets and all that kind of stuff, because look, I clicked on the analytics for that one and said it was, like 72,000 people saw it or something. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of replies and quote tweets from it and stuff. And that, that did seem to be what it boiled down to at the end of the day was fear based on track record. And that I totally understand. Like I wasn't trying to make takes or tell people they were wrong. I was honestly trying to get a better idea of like what people were mad about because I go like, you know – it was like, well, it's you know a comedic thing, and I'm like, well, but Eric Stone Street's not gay, and he's on Modern Family, and it's critically acclaimed, and he plays a, a guy who's Again, married to another. It's, it's, and it's I realize different. it's a, it's different, but to me, I look at it as entertainment property, so I get it. Like I, after hearing everyone's reading everyone's tweets and and, and talking to you about it as well, um, I do understand where everyone was coming from with it, and I do think that it just boils down to fear of the past, not necessarily. This specific angle, I don't think people thought that like this. At least to me, it didn't I mean, be like this specific angle made people mad. It didn't make sense. I agree, it didn't make any sense at all. Like, like we're like, what? Where did this? Where did this come from? I agree, it didn't make any sense. It didn't. It maybe I've now I've seen people put together that maybe that's what the vignettes for Liv were supposed to mean that she was shedding her past. Now she's trying I to guess. be who she is. Um, but I don't know that it was confusing. It was confusing to me. So um, they should I, just say Enzo turned her gay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just I'm just willing to see how it, how it plays out is all I'm saying. Uh, like that was the last dude, and she's just sworn off him for the rest of her life. Um, do you? Are you? I'm sorry. I'm friends with them both. That was, <laughs> but I had to make that. That that was too funny. Uh, do you? Last we'll say about it. Are you at least interested to see where it goes, or do you think that it's like they should maybe try and not since some of the reactions weren't. I don't. I don't think the. I think the angle should stop in general, and not because of the gay thing. And not because of the gay thing. You were already against it like some of the others before. I just think it's ran too long. Like, we had the blow-off. We had the match. Where, now is Where's it, it going? Yeah. Like, where are we What's going the payoff? now? Yeah. And, I mean, at the end of this, it's going to be, like, say... Because, you know, at the end of this, they're going to end up back together. Rusev and Lon are going to be back together. Of course. It's just going to happen. Whether it's not... It's this year or next year. It's going to happen. Of course. Where... So... We it, like there's not going to be any sort of lasting effect on this. I just feel like things are going to go back to normal after that. Lashley's going to be the same sort of mid Carter. Vince wants him to be main event, but he can't really speak. Um, and wherever Liv is going to be because of this, like the the scorned lesbian lover, is she not going to be a lesbian after this? Like mm-hmm. it's it, I just the end game is really is, is hard for me. And I'm not saying we should see the end game coming from wrestling. That's what makes it makes it fun. But you know when you're there's a cartoon whenever you see like on the way to grandma's house the like cheerful like great lighting route with like the birds chirping and stuff then there's the other route which is like owls and crows and it's dark and stuff <laughs> when you see that you're like like I'm cuz my whole thing was like that was weird I'll ride with you for a second but as soon as this car ride gets a little bumpy I got to get off you know it's <laughs> 
I got to get off. You know, we were at the live event, and you were texting me from a few rows behind me like, oh, boy, like, I'm nervous to go home and watch this. Like, as soon as I saw what happened, because we were at the show, like, the minute I saw what happened, I was like, oh, God, like, this is going to, this is good or not. It's going to get, I mean, and hey, it's getting reactions, and I guess that's what they want, but there's good, I mean, there's good and bad reactions, man. And this is, hey, this is their time. To show that we've grown. I hope. I, this is my hope. And I'll be honest with you. If it's not, I'll be one of the first people to complain. Like, I'll say this is fucking – I got a gay sister, gay friends. Like, I care about the gay community. I would never, like, be like, oh, everyone should shut up about this thing if it's if it seems like a homophobic thing they're doing or whatever. But, like, I haven't seen anything to me personally that feels that way. It's too early to tell. It's just too early to tell. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I get – all the fear. So I'll be honest. If if it goes in a bad direction, I'll be one of the first ones like this is. They needed a correct course on this and not. But I hope my hope is that this is a chance for them to show like no, we can do things. You like know this. why? You know why this storyline is hated so much? And I just had the epiphany. Why is that, Jamie? And it's not. This is going to sound wrong. And I really don't mean this as a knock to Lana whatsoever because I don't. It's just a really bad combination. You have Lashley. Think of the three talkers we have here. We have Lashley. Never been good at it. (laughs) Okay. Ever. I mean, they put – that was why they put Leo Rush with him. And then what happened when Leo Rush went away? They gave him Lana. Yeah. So that's just case in point. Rusev. Still – better. Still not a huge, excellent grasp on the English language. Well, It's gotten much better, but – I'm serious. When you st- when he talks, some of the things that he says wouldn't sound as impactful as it was with somebody who's his first okay. language. And that's not his fault. I'm just saying these aren't these faults of anybody. I'm just saying this is what the situation is. Like I'm not saying oh Rusev is is ass because he's not a perfect English speaker. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's okay. just all the pieces together. And then Lana, who people are already turned off with in the first place, and that's just because of her character. That's yeah. what she's you're supposed she's to supposed to yeah, yeah you're supposed to dislike her, but. When the loudest voice in the room is her, there's really not a whole lot of redeem- – And you left out untested live too. And untested live. And this is the first time she's really been given a focal point. Like she barely spoke if at all when she was with the riots. Rarely. Club, if at Ruby all. did all the talking. Yes. And it's it, – it, it, I mean it's it, – it, uh, when the time – because what's the majority of the storytelling going on here? Talking, right? Absolutely. And – I just, you can even tell that he's having trouble connecting because when Rusev starts going, and on what day? Like when he does that, it takes the audience a minute to say it. Yeah. He even needs to do it again. Yeah. Because there's like, hey, wait, I did my catchphrase. Yeah, I'm the good guy now. We can do yeah. this. It's okay yeah, to do it again. It, it, it took a little bit. Yeah. And the new Rusev day sure helps because that would look cool. Yeah. And maybe if, and if I've been seeing tweets from Aiden English. He may come back. As Interesting. Like, I, I saw tweets like Aiden English talking about Rusev Day and stuff like that. I don't know if Aiden English is the missing piece of that puzzle to get him back over again. I don't know. Do I, you think? I, I, it's. Do you uh, think it was his elaborate like whole Rusev Day thing? It, I mean, it it was fun. It was fun. It was fun, and then him singing Rusev Day definitely it, it made it so Rusev didn't need to speak. True. It really did because That's a good point. Like like all I mean like literally like what made me like Rusev more is when. As he was like, what day is it? And he would just start doing this, like not even speak. Yeah. And it's cool. And I just – I had a great fantasy booking for Rusev back in the day. 
Do you remember it when like he, R- Rusev gets corrupted by American yes. culture? Yes, yes. But but Lana is still the same. Like yeah. back when she was the yes. ravishing Russian, yes. and so she, I think that would have made a great. Um, for people who don't know, like uh, my my ideal booking for when Rusev first happened, when he first like was getting a little stale and he needed to change during the Rusev crush days, I thought wouldn't have been funny if Rusev was taken like just all of a sudden was taken to like a frat party one weekend and just was I love America and he's just doing beer bongs, wearing shorts, basically dressing like he does in real life, but on TV. Yeah. Which is kind of what he's doing now with the shirts and everything. Like yeah, he's trying like, to be a little yeah, more like I could see a little like bit connect of it. with people a little more by like having a little more of like a personable character, more of how he is on Total Divas. Yes, and and I see that a little more, but I need. I just don't think that they given like what is it like what's his character like I'm agreed just, yeah like, they, I, I agree with you where you're going with, with where you were going with that epiphany. I do think that the combination of the players involved and the history of WWE That's all I'm saying. are the reason that people are like angry about it. But to me, I go like, shouldn't we give them a chance? And I go, everyone goes like, it's been a long time, and, right? And everyone, go, and everyone goes like, everyone goes like, no, we shouldn't give them a chance. Like, and I'm like, well, but then we could never try. Ryan, we've had two pay per views of this angle so far. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the gay aspect of things. I was like, oh. can we at least give them a? Ch- Give him, a, give him a chance. I'll give that a chance, but I'm saying, what? I, mean, I realize you want the angle to be. A lot of people want the angle just to be done. Lana, by her, but with Rusev, Lana as a talent by herself, good. Lashley as a talent by himself, good. Rusev as a talent by himself, good. This is just a. Re- this is putting orange juice and peanut butter together, dude. This, is, <laughs> th- th- like, this is like toothpaste and orange juice, more specifically. <laughs> it's just not a combination that's really working right now for me. This is, reminds me of New Year's with Jamie. I was at Jamie's house on New Year's, and he pours, <laughs> he pours me a shot from uh, from his parents' bar, and I'm like, he pours me and him a shot, and a few other people had a different shot, and I was first to take the shot, and then I, we realized it was water, and I was like, oh no, wait, I just got a shot of water, and we realized that the bar and his parents has all been replaced by all the alcohol had been replaced. To be by fair, water. to preface this, my step siblings are teenagers yeah. now, and. There's been some, um, un- I mean, like there's been, some, you know, some rumblings about kids wanting to party nowadays because they want 13. to. So let's nip it. So my parents, my dad and my stepmom were like, let's nip it in the bud. <laughs> let's just not have it accessible. But it was like, all right, shop for New Year. And I like, do one. And I was like, wait, that was really smooth. Wait, that was too smooth. I'm pretty sure that's water. <laughs> and like when you said that was really smooth, the Casa Dragones is one of the smoothest tequilas you could give. And I was like, yeah, I love it. And then you're Jimmy like, was like, yeah, it's great. And then I sniffed it. I was like, wait, this is because it still smelled a little like it because it was that's in the was tequila confused. bottle. Because it was in the because the residue still smelled. We also had a little bit of the bubbly, by the way. Yes, for New that, Year's. that wasn't water. That was not water. Yes. Luckily, we had that still. We were able to still get. We literally that. just drank wrestling beverages. We had we White did. Claw and and a little bit, a little of, the bit of the bubbly. We had an AEW New Year's, <laughs> <laughs> and then we watched the New Year's Eve on Fox thing too. So we got we got all all covered there. Yeah, hey, I'm still extremely upset that but the Village Gr- No, about Rob Gronkowski oh. breaking that because as you know, I am a I am a constructor. <laughs> you love I'm Legos. Ma- yeah. I am a master builder. As they say in the movie. The architect, as they say. I, well, they call them master builders in the movie. Sorry, that sounds bad. Yeah, the master builder. And that looked like, as somebody builds a lot of Lego stuff, that Lego Steve Harvey face looked like it took 
days you guys to build. It. it was like it was like a it was a full huge thing like life size life size of Steve Harvey's head made out of Legos and it was and good. He was all proud of it. It was great. He was all proud of it showing off. And Jamie, I, Erica told me this after because I was standing in a different part of the room. So I didn't and let hear me put it this way: there were there were two other hot chicks in the room. And I was not paying attention to that. <laughs> he had his, he's laser focused on this. And Erica told me after that, Jamie goes, I'm going to try to find where I can buy that. That's really cool. Like, I'm going to maybe see if there's a way to get that. Because when you like a Lego <laughs> Steve, Har- Steve Harvey head in your house, that'd be so funny. <laughs> like, that'd be so cool. And <laughs> as he says this, Rob Gronkowski walks out and he's like in like an old school football jersey with like the leather helmet. And we're like kind of like not listening, but we're seeing them bantering or whatever. And then Rob just like takes the Steve Harvey thing and, and, and he spikes, spikes it. it like a football. And it, and it shatters, shatters into a piece. million pieces. And Jamie's on the other side of the room as me. And I just hear Jamie go, no! <laughs> like so loud next like, to like two very attractive women like crushed over this Lego thing. No! <laughs> I was so upset, dude, because it literally looked I know it that wasn't like a little thing. It was life size. It was as so big as him. And I it took Probably two if, – if it was somebody just focused on that, yeah. maybe a two, two three days. Oh, build. more than that? If it was just I mean, doing you're a that. master builder, so you but know I do more it, than me. But I take breaks, you know, and I – I would I, say a couple weeks, no? It took – a big set, it takes me at least if I'm doing nothing else. But aren't those the hollow ones? That wasn't a hollow kind. It no. Was like, no. That, I mean, that was fully – Yeah, because that wasn't hollow no, kind. That was like where they had to build – I yep. feel like that had to take at least a week. At least. And Minimum. If, and I just hope that whoever built it – knew that that's what was going to happen because imagine you're like if you're either off camera or you're sitting at home be like yeah i did that it's probably going to go in steve's house he's probably going to love it i'm the super master I'm builder the, i am the ultimate master builder <laughs> no nope. i was dinner with james last night and he actually said the same thing he said he was watching it too and he said he was so mad when that part happened and i was like yeah jamie was <laughs> rocked by it when it happened um all right moving on here i want to talk about this uh randy orton injury angle from rob because i loved this i thought it was fantastic um i think it's great when wwe and all wrestling i shouldn't say wwe when all rest, anyone in wrestling, when they're able to blend reality and fiction to a certain degree. And as as great as AJ and Randy are in the ring together, I do think they needed, like, a little extra, like, oomph to, to get the story. Like, to be honest, that's what's been... Interest. Le- that's why a lot of AJ's feuds have been falling flat lately, is because they're not really booked around anything other than we could have a good match together. Yeah. You know? They need, like... They realized that when they did the Shinsuke AJ angle, they're like, okay, what are we going to base base this off? Of? Yeah, and oh. he has relied on the and he <laughs> like has relied on the cocky factor too of like the, the OC and like he's just like he cocky. He There's like, nothing really there. Yeah, and I, and he's doing great. He's doing a good job in the role. It's just, I think he needs like something. He needed something else to bite his teeth, and it's a little better. And 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 Randy's is always going to be good. Like Randy's Randy, obviously, you know. But like when he gets something. During Wrestle, when, when WrestleMania season is approaching, usually they get something good for Randy to a certain degree. They start, like, ramping up Randy again to a certain degree. Yeah, literally, Randy Orton for the entire year is pretty much like, and then WrestleMania season. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, All my, right. my turn? All right. Back in action here. All right, cool. Um, and then, totally. So the, and so I like they did the house show aspect of faking an injury to house show so that everyone was like, Randy Orton injured. Yeah, Randy man. Orton it's injured. It's so hard nowadays to do. I mean, it's it's the reason why, you know, movies like 
Jackass or Ali G are so hard nowadays because everybody just like knows who they are. And like Johnny Knoxville can't go up to a guy and, and try to be like a dirty old grandpa and be like, uh, you're Johnny Knoxville. Your party boy. Try yeah. to, like, start, and they're like, uh, what are you doing, Ryan Dunn? Wait, no, he's, was that? No, Ryan Dunn, Ryan Dunn was, died. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? The, he's the other guy from from, uh, from Wild Boys. Uh, Pontius? Chris Pontius, yes. thank you. Uh, you're Chris Pontius, and we don't even know him. We're saying people are going to know his name. Yeah. Great, good example, Ryan. Uh, but yes, I also did you see they are doing another they Jackass are? movie? Yeah, that's why I brought it up. I'm te- I, I, I'm so Maybe terrified. Because it's been for them. so many years since then. Terrified for them. I yeah. hope it's like them. We've trying men- to pass the baton to a new generation. We've mentioned this. The reason they didn't die is because they were all on drugs, and, and now drunk. they're so now they're sober. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they, they better be passing the baton to someone else. Because like I don't know if those guys can still do what they used to. Steve-O can handle the same stuff he did. Like, I don't know if he could do a butt chug with a beer and then a rocket, uh, then a firework out of there. If, uh, a sober Steve-O. I don't know. Agreed. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm very worried for that movie. Um, but, yeah, no, but this thing I loved, I thought that, you know, playing off the house show angle and then Randy just, you know, milking it for all it's worth in the ring during the segment where he's acting like he wanted to hit him but then couldn't because he was injured. And then he, he hit him with the, I got a lot left in the tank. <laughs> yeah. And then AJ, like, kicking the crutch like an asshole. And I, I, I thought it was all played up very well. You know, speaking of house show stuff, uh, that was for you, the house show this week was also the first time you've been to a house show in a while, right? The last house show I went to was in 2017. So it's been. That's, 2018, 2017. Solid yeah. time. I had a blast at that house show. It was a good one. Um, and I was shocked how many people were there. It was pe- – I know. I, t- I posted one picture as it was starting and I was getting quote tweets like, well, people are there. And I'm like, what are you talking about? No. The I top mean, part was blocked up. What was, was like it, the was very open. top. The very top. But the rest was all packed. Like, yeah. All the way. I, and I was also shocked because it's like during Raw. I'm like, yeah. man, this whole place is packed during Raw. Yeah, it was a good turnout. And I was – and I was – because, you know, it's – it's it was it was right before New Year's Eve. It was the day before New Year's Eve. You know, after Christmas, you're still with your family then. You know, which I guess still means like you take your family to wrestling. But, totally, but it's not on the it's not on the itinerary. You know, yeah. it's not the top thing that people want to do. You'd think, but apparently we were wrong because yeah. that place was packed. And honestly, I thought the you always hear like oh the house shows. That's when the wrestlers get to be themselves and have fun. And I totally got to I totally saw that while we were there. Like when they got to the longer matches and the revival, getting to heal it up for ten minutes. And you know, I just I I agree wholeheartedly. Uh-huh. And the revival being and. Revival's on a tear right now. They're, oh, yeah. try- they're trying to make everybody cry. I love it. They're really trying because they got one it. kid to cry and they're like, oh, shit, let's keep going. Let's <laughs> keep like, going. Yeah, we like that. Yeah. And um, I just think it's so – I mean I the end, the last match was so funny to me because it's – this is not a knock on it whatsoever. It's there because it's supposed to be. Of course. Because everybody goes home happy. Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. But it's such a cookie cutter hardcore match. Of course. And but why wouldn't it be? Of course. You know, like you got to keep them safe. Yes. You know, they're not going to kill each other. Like, I because like when they brought out the chair and then the table, and I was like, and then at the end of the day, you're like, okay, what did they do? There was like, there's one chair spot, which was the uh, the corner spot, mm-hmm. which is a very easy chair shot to take unless you're Bill Goldberg, unless mm-hmm. you'll then you headbutt the post. Yep. And <laughs> or and then the last table spot. Yep. Which was an easy one too. Yep. And I was like, that's great. You get a table break. The kids are happy because Roman wins. Everybody, everybody happy. 
Uh-oh, something happened, Ryan? My computer just restarted out of nowhere. Oh, no. What are we going to do? That's where my notes are. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even know what to do. What am I going to talk about now? Um, No, it should be good. Hopefully it saved my notes. Otherwise, I'll just wing it. Um, I I, I wholeheartedly agree. The main event was what it was, but the rest of the show really was fun. It was. And and house shows really, really, really give you an appreciation because – yeah, no, I mean, there's one aspect of it that nobody really thinks about is, yes, the schedule is rough. Yes, um, there's no TV, so why would anybody want to go? And yes, it's like, oh, it's just a cash grab. But it, you really got to give credit to these guys who are able to put on entertaining matches and not hurt themselves. Yep. Because these guys do not want to get injured before pay-per-view or 90 or not. It, like getting an injury not on TV has got to st- – I'm not – I mean obviously it's never happened to me. But I feel like that's got to sting 100%, 100% oh, yeah. more. Oh, yeah. Like – that match where Seth tore his uh tore his ACL and um, during the Kane spot like that w- that match that he had with Kane is a cookie cutter cutout from what Roman and Baron probably did. Yep, you know totally. And it's something like God, like this is something like that's supposed to be walk in the park. Well, you know? I was worried for Kalisto during the show because apparently yeah he got walked out. It, he and it seemed like the the that. The ending was very abrupt. Yes. Didn't, I didn't think they were going to win. I didn't think the Revival were going to win. No. And then the Lucha House Party music played yep. as if they were supposed to win. Yep. And then I apparently I had a few people tweet me saying on, on the house show loop, the Lucha House Party has been winning those matches. Mm. So um, I hope he's okay. And you would think Lucha House Party would win in Los Angeles. Of course. Yeah, of course. So I was surprised by that, too. I hope he's okay because he, he walked out on his own. He was holding himself. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I also thought the Fiend stuff was great in person. First time seeing the Fiend live was awesome. Yes, it was. I was really happy with the presentation. I got to be honest, man. Like, I don't get the 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 draw of the red lighting. I, was, I hated it. I, we were front row, dog, and, and it I still it. sucked. Yep. Like, like, and what? Why are they doing it at house shows? <laughs> like, that's the thing well, it's just this thing now, I guess. But it's it's not on TV, so. Ugh. I had some of the people around me saying they, like, they, was, they weren't as bothered by it as they are on TV because it was like – I did notice it was a little bit dimmer – not dimmer, like not Brighter. as bright as bread as they do on TV, like where it's like, ugh. Like, and then they at times did flicker on some white because I was looking up at the lights. Like they flickered a few at certain times to try and make it a little more light in the ring and stuff. But it seemed like that was just strictly for the house show it's, audience. It's a purely production ask. Yeah. My friend who I was there with – he watched wrestling back in the day, and he follows my site, so he sees it peripherally through me. But he doesn't watch it every week, and he hated the red light. Thing. Dude, the talent hates it. Yeah, Seth on after on, on uh, backstage said, "Like, dude, I can't see. Yeah, like it's it's hard to do this. And if your performers hate it, then they're not going to perform well in it. Like, it's like it it's." It's a it's a much less damaging big blue cage, you and know? it takes away how cool he looks. Yes, he looks so cool with the lights like, on and stuff. Yeah, like when the lights first came on when he fought Finn, and you really got a good look at it. Awesome, you got a good look. You know, every detail on the mask, his different haircut, his new gear, the stripes. Like you could see that subtle prayer hands on his chest that yeah. you can't see with the red. Like, yes. we're still like, what the what is that? You know, he's doing it for yes. a reason. Yes. Absolutely, you know? and yeah, I, I, I is I think I, I don't know. I feel that people, somebody, somebody's scared. It, it was definitely Vince's idea, and somebody's scared to tell him it's not a good idea. I it makes sense. Uh, Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. What did you think about them teaming up on Raw this it week? It was fun. I, like, I loved it. Yeah, it's cool. I hope it's not long for the world because it's like you know you can't have two big guys like that team up for forever because they're just so great by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I am a little worried that this is just going to lead to – I mean is this uh, – I mean I, uh, WrestleMania season's coming around. Yeah. You know, we're headed to the road to WrestleMania very soon and this is just – from what I'm seeing, I think we're just going to get another throwaway Kevin Owens match. Or with Samoa, and this like Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe versus AOP at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's like okay, I guess, and or even Samoa Joe, a, uh, Samoa Joe, um, Kevin, and one other person like against Rey Mysterio or something yeah, like that the, the, against them three, and it's like okay, this is Samoa Joe's f- second WrestleMania. And his first one was his only second WrestleMania. Yeah, because he's been injured the other ones. And his oh, first man. WrestleMania was with Ray, and it was a squash for whatever reason. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. No, because because Ray was injured. Yeah. Or no, no, it was Joe was injured. Wasn't that the one when? No, it was Ray. Ray was injured because remember, he, then he came back. He had the sling after that for when he showed up with King Velasquez. Okay, I thought it was Ray that got. Pretty sure it's Ray. That's injured. wait. Now I need to look this up. Hold on, because I I was wondering. injured. That he was injured. Ray was injured. For WrestleMania thirty five, right? I believe so. Um, God, it's so. F- Isn't it crazy that it's already almost been a year since WrestleMania? Yeah. Um, Samojo defeated Rey Mysterio. Yeah, well, yeah. we know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was when he was injured. Yeah, because it was only one minute. Got it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, I feel like I loved what they did with Joe this week because I felt like they really him being on commentary for some reason. Just, I'm shocked that's what it took, but people started to love him after that again. Like it gave him like a new fresh breath of fresh air in WWE. So getting to transition that into an angle now when they beat him up on commentary and he got to come back and be like still mean badass Samoa Joe but it's like someone you can how, cheer for it's I'm I'm pumped on. I love the angle they're going with. It's it. wild the parallels you see with Punk and Joe's careers sometimes. It's not consistent not consecutive throughout, but you know, Punk had a very similar time. Yeah. Pete, he went on commentary that people were like, "Oh shit, I forgot how dope Punk is." And then he came and then cuz didn't like the whole Blossom and blooming of punk happened after his run on t- on commentary. God, I was, you know me, I'm bad with those. I think kinds it was of after. But I mean, I, I remember when he did commentary and everyone loved it. And yeah, everyone was like when he had the he had that like suit jacket on mm-hmm. and stuff, and everyone loved it. Um, but I, I I wonder if they're gonna fill that spot that he was in with someone else because I feel like they need it. He was helping the broadcast. I feel like Lawler and Vic Joseph need a third. Fun well, we've brought there. this up, up, up before. It's uh, Lawler. I mean, Vic is doing great. Yes, I'm really thinking. Vic, like, if Vic keeps going the way he is, he's the new Michael Cole. Yeah, totally. Where we thought Tom Phillips was going to be there, yeah. but he pissed somebody off. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I don't get why they didn't go with him. He's like Tom Phillips is like Michael Cole Jr. and he's the one know? training everyone too. It's confu- yeah. it is confusing. And, like they even have the same look. Yeah, like, Todd's much taller than Michael Cole, but like, yeah. but it's the whole. Non-threatening, yeah, of course. But journalist-looking dude, of course. You know? like, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I mean, I, I, I thought Todd was going to be that guy, but Vic is doing great. Um, I just like we said, uh, Jerry's. Well, it, it sucks because I there's no dis, there's no disrespect to Jerry Lawler whatsoever. When when the time was right, his commentary was amazing. Yeah, but we've said this. A commentator like J, uh, Jerry Lawler and the the style that he has doesn't fit in today's world and. He was tolerable. His his type of commentary was okay to work with because he was sandwiched by two people who were able to commentate about how people commentate nowadays. But I think you need to find one more person that's because it's like what we we don't need two color commentators. Fair. We don't. We yeah. need one. 
I think one because that's what makes them color. Well, I feel like that's what Joe. Why Joe was so good because he was someone who was more connected with the current locker room, so he was able to provide like a more up to date point of view while getting over talent. And Jerry is less there to try and get people over, and more there, just in his opinion, to be Jerry Lawler. You know, um, so the, I agree. I think they need a third person in there too. Absolutely. Um, but I do like. I, I, I'm very intrigued to see where they're going. I hope it's. Samoa Joe and Seth at Mania and not like some kind of six man tag or something. Really? Like that. And you think after all this with Kevin Owens and Seth and Seth that it's not Kevin Owens and Seth at WrestleMania? I guess you could do Kevin Owens and Seth at WrestleMania I mean, and Samoa more, Joe as, 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 as Royal Rumble or something or they're both in the Royal Rumble. I don't know, I guess. Yeah, I guess you need to do something. Yeah, I guess they probably will do a six man tag probably or something like that. That that does make more sense. That definitely makes more sense. I really didn't like the stuff on SmackDown this week or Last week with Daniel Bryan, Miz, and Baron Corbin, I, oh, when yeah. they kept like starting the match and stopping, and then C- Corbin's not in it, but he is. To me, it took all the like the life out of that. What they were trying to do, the match itself was good when it finally happened at the end, but like it was a it was a chore to get. I got to, and this is this is just me being. Uh, I mean, because we've mentioned before, like they should stick more to the rules of the brand separation and stuff, and which, in which they should. Yeah, they should. They should stick with this for a little bit. I'm not asking for a change right now. I just think that the, I I don't think that this current iteration of the roster is the best that they could have picked right now for, for, for Raw and SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown. I think that the combination of the superstars across the board wasn't right. Fair. And I think they're feeling that right now because we're. I mean, think. I mean, if you go on SmackDown, it's the same. People in the picture: Baron Corbin, yeah. Dolph Ziggler, Roman Reigns. Yeah, always. Yeah. You know, throwing Kofi Kingston every once in a while, <laughs> and I mean, and you can't include the Fiend because they're, which is smart. They're using him sparingly, yes. which is what they should be doing. Yes, and uh, I, I just, you know, and if you're going to have Dolph Ziggler featured so much into the title picture. Do something. I mean, and they did do something, but it was more of the same Dolph Ziggler that we've had for the past 12, 11 years. During the house show, when he came out, my friend knew who he was because he used to watch. He used to watch. So he mm-hmm. knew who he was. And he said, he goes, what is Dolph Ziggler's gimmick now? It, he doesn't have and one. And I was like, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what his gimmick is. I really don't know. He's the guy that bumps crazy for other people. Like, yeah, like I enjoy watching Dolph Ziggler <laughs> yeah. wrestle. I'm one of who was like a fan of Dolph Ziggler. But Absolutely. Like, He's like, incredible in yeah. the ring. But I was like, I couldn't tell you what his gimmick is. And could no you clue. ever? No. I mean, there was that point in time the where show he was off? jealous. The show, I mean, for a minute, he was very Shawn Michaels-esque is what yeah. I would say. But no, he's never re- like they do. Ne- I would love to see him have a more defined character because you're right. Like this seems like they just throw him out there. Yeah, it's like, okay, we need someone to get speared by Roman Reigns for the hundredth time. It's like, <laughs> let's, let's throw in Dolph. Totally. All right, let's get just real, real fast before we get out of here. I want to talk about a few things related to Dynamite this week. Um, I thought Dynamite was fantastic this week. I felt like they list, it, it seemed to me. It was a much better show than they've had in a while. It was the better show in terms of, uh, well, actually, there wasn't an NXT count. last yeah, night. Yeah. I was, I was well, a little bu- there was, but there wasn't. I was a little bummed about the NXT show last night because if you're going to do a clip show, make it a fucking clip show. And not, not show not matches. Not whole match. Yeah, I agree. I don't, like, I don't like when they're just showing the whole match either. Yeah. Um, I thought that one of the things I noticed the most, to me at least, that I felt when I wa- while watching is it t- for the first time in a while it felt like there was a cohesive vision on the show. It felt like this show was pr- produced by the same group of people who all 
had the same vision. Because for a long time, I feel like sometimes it's like it's very scattered. One person's booking this division, one person's booking that division, and they're not the right hand's not following the left hand. They just don't know, you mm-hmm. know. And they and so um, well now we're 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 seeing it, it. We they've needed it for a while, and maybe it just need they just needed some time. We're starting to finally see some aspects of character. Correct. Finally, and I felt that strongly last night. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like you know. Some of the things that they have complained about, I felt like it seemed like they were like, okay, we're going to try and fix that. One, the most important in my eyes being getting the Elite back on track. Mm -hmm. They started out with a video package that's like, can the Elite stop losing? Like, can the Elite become the Elite again? And I was like, good. All right. This is a good Mm -hmm. storyline. This is where this needs to go to get the Elite back on top. And then, you know, Cody comes out. He does this whole Arn Anderson thing. Um, beats Which Darby, Allen, Darby <laughs> Allen. Arn Anderson. I'm sorry. I love Arn Anderson and I love Cody. It was just so funny to me. And, and I'm all for Arn being in Cody's corner. His coach? He was literally like like a basketball game. Because he was a coach. <laughs> they were calling him his head coach. Like the with the paper over his mouth. Like the, I was like, really? He got on the apron and yelled, <laughs> put your knees up when Darby went to do the coffin drop. It was, I just thought it was funny. No, I, it, it was funny. I, I, it's just something you're not. You're not the only person who texted me about. You, you, a few other texted me were like, "Look, kind of funny him getting on the apron and being like, put your knees up. Or we're like, does Cody not know he should put his knees up? Like, it was like a weird, it was weird. Like, if he's going to start. manager. Like, is, is Arn going to start yelling, get back on D? Like, when, like if he's losing. <laughs> he's going to have a whistle, you know. <laughs> He's going to start cursing out the ref. You know, a little flag that he Where's pulls out. Where's the flag? Where's the call, ref? <laughs> uh, Technical foul to Arn Anderson. <laughs> and I saw, I saw some people say, oh, Darby should have won this time. But honestly, if the Why? point of this episode was to show that they're getting the elite back on yes. track because they want to put the elite on top, I get it. Put, do it. It's fine. It's okay. Like, Cody beats Darby because of his coach who gave him the heads up to yeah. put his knees up. I'm, I'm good with it. I like it. I'm into it. Um, the women's four-way was a good match. Um, I thought, you know, obviously it makes sense that Rio's going to win because she's going to go against Statlander next week. Um, but I thought it was smart to set up that that angle with Nyla Rose. Being, I liked the idea that everybody else in the division is pissed that she isn't there ever. Yeah. And so Nyla beats her up after the match, you know, puts her through the table. And then she she comes to, she goes backstage, she has her a promo where they go to ask her something, and Britt Britt Baker busts in angry and is like, you haven't been here, I've been here, to start possibly a heel turn for Britt Baker, which is desperately needed because the the face doctor slash wrestler, sorry, dentist slash wrestler is not working. They don't like her because she's a dentist? Weird. Weird. (laughs) So I I, thought everybody would love her. (laughs) So I thought it was very smart to kind of like get that on the right track too, to kind of get the women's division back on track to a certain degree. Um, I thought it was, you know, I felt like I think Joey's Joey's good. Uh, Joey Janela's good. But he has felt a little lost in AEW. Like they didn't know what to do with him to a certain degree. And it kind of felt like, the breakup of Penelope did throw things off behind the scenes where it was like they had this cool had duo. Before. He had a path. Then they broke up and it was like, well, what do we do with Joey now? And then Penelope went with Kip. So I thought it was smart to kind of get that back on track too. It's like to, to, to get into that feud. That's why this feud is going to do well because it's real. And I said I love when they blend reality and fiction. So This is a real – like when I saw – because this whole thing started and I was watching this show. You guys weren't. It was the last GCW show before yep. the new year. And he was on commentary. And Joey, as we all know, likes to partake. And yeah. it was late in the, it was late in the evening in, New, in Asbury Park. So he was probably a few White Claws deep. Uh-huh. 
And all of a sudden he brings up out of nowhere Kip Sabian and, and Penelope Ford saying like Penelope's not relevant anymore and he was making fun of Kip's accent. And I thought it was so random but I didn't think it was super random because it's the holidays. It's first holidays without her. It's like I'd be in my feelings too. Yeah, you texted us. I remember like – Intense. I, it was because I I get it. I yeah. would be the same. Anybody would be. Of course. And it, especially after having a few. And I thought like, oh, he's just being a lover scorned. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. I wish he didn't air it out like that. But then now I asked you today. I was like, Does, do you think a like what came first, the chicken or the egg? You know. And their, I feel like it was always an angle. Their exchange this morning was interesting. It was so it was grimy. A lot of penis talk. Grimy like. Like straight up saying, sorry, Penelope can't come to the phone right now because my dick is in her mouth, which is what he said. I'm not even exaggerating. Oh, no, he, what yeah, he, said. He, he said it. <laughs> he said that. Which wrestling angle or not, you got to be like Joey got – you got to feel for Joey in that. You know? I was like, damn, you have to go there. Like, like as great as the Edge and Lita and Matt Hardy thing was, I felt for, Je- for Matt all the time. Of because course. at the end of the day, say Matt did win, which he didn't. He, Edge goes home with Lita at the end of the yeah, day. It still sucks. Yeah. It's like I don't give a shit how many times like Joey would win over Kip over this. At the end of the day, you know, Pen- Penelope goes home with Kip. I-, I think it was always an angle because it started back when – I forget. What, what was, when, he, when he won a match and then it – wasn't it at, their la- at full gear when he won a match yeah, and then, and then they, it cut to no, Penelope? He, no, he lost. He lost a match. Yeah, and that's why it was so like – That's what it was. Yeah. Sorry. That's uh, why it was so like, damn. Like, so the, I think that's been, they've been working towards this for a minute. I think they're all – it was I mean, an it's all a, good I mean, situation. It's definitely given Joey his most interesting thing he's done yet. And he needs it. He needs a good storyline, not yes. just the guy who wins hardcore matches. Or gets cigarettes stapled to his face. Totally. Exactly. So I like they're going that direction with it. Um, I think Penelope has real star potential. So like getting her on TV more should be a priority. So this was and smart. this is just going to make – I mean if they, if they do this right, it's going to make Joey a great face. Agreed. It's gonna really because people are gonna be. I mean, because he's the he's the make rich. Him, make him Tommy Dreamer of AEW. Yeah, because he's like the he's like because Kip is like the hot like asshole who stole his girlfriend. Exactly. And, and Joey, because more people are gonna relate to Joey than they are Kip Sabian. Of you know? course. So I I really like it. I think it's a great idea, a great direction to go with all those people. Um, I liked Mox versus Trent. Thought it was a great match. Yep. They, they they both killed it. I loved the the Orange Cassidy stuff with Moxley, where Moxley out pocketed Orange Cassidy. Are they going to give Orange a match like a, 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 just him ever? Like he hasn't really had his singles I match. Feel like they got to really build to it. They got to really build to that because okay. then he'll bust out actual good wrestling skills in the match and it'll really blow everyone's minds. So I feel like you got to you got to build up to that. I don't think they're consistent enough with the random. Spottings of Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I honestly, I only see them sometimes on social media after the fact. Like I saw one during the match where they sh- during the match where they show that Chuck Taylor's banging on the ring to like hype up Trent, and then after he's done banging on the ring, you see Orange Cassidy just kind of like sitting on the corner, and he's just like with a little, <laughs> little stuff like that. Or instance, like during the uh, it was some match I forget, and it was uh, Proud and what are they called? Proud and powerful. Proud and powerful. Yeah, and they're pulling out a ladder, and Orange Cassidy was just on, on the ladder. Yeah. Like they need to do that more. Yeah. Or like the backstage fight, bathroom. he was just in the bathroom. Like, like do that. Yeah, keep it going. No, th- I agree, and I think they are. They're working on it. They're, they're, they're at least trying to feature him as much as possible. The ladder thing was amazing. Literally, like he was under the ring for Although so long. Although Cesaro for- and Truth did the same spot this same year, they did. He pulled out the ladder from under the the, the ring, and R Truth was laying on it. 
Like, they I did the same spot it. in WWE. I'm not saying you're wrong. I yeah. just don't recall it. Uh, but still, the, both were hilarious. I laughed at both of them. Um, I did notice that when Jericho – so they had the whole thing with Jericho explaining what Moxley will get by joining the, the inner circle. Um, and then Moxley will give his answer next week, which surprisingly got like boos from the crowd, right? Like they were kind of booing when he said that. But I kind of get it because it is more of a heel thing to be like, but I'm going to give you my answer next week you know that's much more of a heel move so i get it saying moxie's gonna turn heel no 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 i don't think that was the intent i think the intent was to build up anticipation for another segment next week of course but i don't think they expected the crowd to be like boo when he said next week because that's well because that is normally a heel move yeah usually yeah next week and everyone what the hell no we're here um and then yeah and then uh sammy guevara dustin good match I don't love Dustin doing like the indie moves on like the destroyers and stuff like that. The minute he did it, I thought of you. I was like, come on. The minute he did it on the apron, I was like, ooh, Ryan probably loved that. I was like, you're telling me you're not going to see the same thing in the Young Bucks or the Elite versus the other people in the main event that's the next match? Like, we're going to see that. Like, just, we want to see you doing the old school dope stuff. Like, yes, I, that's one of my minor nitpicks, but whatever. He knows more about wrestling than me, so I can't say shit, but like, that's just me watching. I go like, have a bunch of people that do that. Um, the MJF thing, I don't know. I, I love MJF. I think he's great. I think he's one of the best characters. I felt like this th- this thing fell a little flat with him revealing the stipulations. I think there's two there's two out of the three stipulations I enjoyed. I didn't like the the, the flogging the whipping thing. thing. Not because of what it was, but because it was really random. And it made no sense. It made it, no sense. It's like, why? Why, why? why would he do that? Yeah. Also, why wouldn't he just go to Tony Khan and be like, hey, can I get the match? And Tony Khan be like, yeah, sure. You don't have to get whipped in the middle of the ring. You're an executive. You're an executive vice president here. <laughs> you're, you're technically his boss. Like, if you're going to say it's clear... Everyone's like, oh, they don't need to say Tony Khan's name on TV. It's clear who's booking the matches. Okay, fine. Title shot aspect? Sure. Fine. But why does MJF get to make these rules? I feel like – am I crazy in not noticing why – was that established as to why he gets to make these rules? No, it's and, – and I mean maybe it's like he won't fight him unless he does these things. But why but, does MJF get to decide who he does and doesn't wrestle and no one else has that? Do they? No, not that I. Okay, I'm so I'm making sure I'm not missing something here. Um, I also thought that Jurassic Express promo was awkward. I didn't. I didn't catch it. It like Marco's stunt kept like aggressively going towards Jen Decker, and they kept holding him back. And then like it ended. It was going to end on on Luchasaurus saying something. Like he was given the final line, but they just played the music over what he was saying as if it was like the Oscars, and someone was getting music off. off the stage and so and so you couldn't hear what his final line was and then and the last match was great i, I mean obviously the main event was good i two things i want to say first off yes bucks kenny the elite needed to be put back on track fans are like oh but they need to put people over da, da, da. done it enough at this point they've done it enough a and b they're they're, they're that, that they're at this level is because they're good why would they lose all the time if they're good? And they're the ones we want to watch. Kenny Omega is a former, like, X amount of times new NG- IGWP champion. I, I probably said that wrong. IWGP. There you Sorry. Go. <laughs> yes. Sorry. IWGP. Got you a won dyslexic. a lot of titles in New Japan. I got a little dyslexic for a second. It's the never open sometimes on Tuesday. <laughs> Those There's a lot of titles in New Japan. There are. There are a lot of them. This is the never open, sometimes open, uh, closed on Sunday's title. But, but you're totally um, right. But, like, he shouldn't, like, it's like, why would he be losing? I agree. And they've done it enough. So it's like the records are resetting right now. Yes. They're reset as of January 1st. So you know what? 
put the elite on the right track. That's what people want to watch right now. They can you can put the elite on the right track and still get other guys over without having to have the other guys beat the top talent. Have Kenny beat Jericho. That's well that needs that that needs to be the direction they it go now. It needs to happen and whoever takes the belt off of Kenny is a star after that. Yes, because he's just going to be winning. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, wholeheartedly. So, and I also like that they finally brought the hangman stuff to TV, where he didn't want to, like, go celebrate with them in the ring. He was just drunk. I like that. Which, if you looked at him, you're like, how much of this is acting? Like, he, he, he looked a little happy. Like, like, in, <laughs> like in the eye, like, like, it's more so of the, uh, the backstage thing with Private Party and him. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he looks a little sauced. <laughs> looks a little sauced, which nothing wrong with that. Is he wasn't wrestling, so whatever. Yeah, so whatever, and and added to the character. <laughs> so yeah, I loved Dynamite last night. I thought they did a real good job mm-hmm. of getting things back on track. I'm interested to see next week's NXT to see how when they're back up against someone again, what oh, happens. Uh, the, the second thing I was going to bring. Oh up, yeah, it was about Luchasaurus. Yes. I think he needs to stop with the, you know, I have a doctorate in Agreed. such and such because it's just like, okay, does this mean you're going to kick my ass? No, it doesn't. It's like, why would I be afraid of you? Similar to the doctor or the dentist thing with Brick Baker. It's like, does this mean you're going to beat me anymore? No. Agreed. <laughs> it's like, you're a dinosaur. Be scary. Agreed. Like, they did do a good job with, with Jungle Boy in that, in that weird promo, though, because they were trying to get the focus originally on him. He's standing there, shirt off, trying mm-hmm. to be like a heartthrob guy, talking about like what, how he went, you know, did it and lasted with Jericho. So I, I like that aspect of things, but I agree with you. I think that he, he, Luchasaurus is another one where they could probably drop that whole, I'm a, I have a PhD type thing, definitely. All right, we got to get out of here. Jamie, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at J A M I E underscore I O V I N E. I need to talk to you, by the way, about getting that account for just without the underscore because get I, it. it's there. I just don't know how. And, um, I think there's like a thing you can do to petition to get it now. And uh or on Instagram, J A M I E I O V I N E without the underscore, or check out uh network every day for different drops, raffles, and fun products. And uh we have our first show back from the hiatus, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. We have a taping this Sunday, or you could just see us on fight or different pro- pro- uh regions have it on TV um just around the, the country. So check out Championship Wrestling from Hollywood every weekend. And that's it for me, man. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling. Throughout the week, I took a little bit of time off for the holidays. I was exhausted, but I'm back now. I wanted to talk about these things before I started posting everything uh, and getting back into the full swing of things. So now that uh, this is done, everything's going back to normal. So uh, I'll be resuming operations on the site as usual. So make sure you guys check out ProWrestlingSheet.com, at WrestlingSheet on social media, YouTube.com, slash C, slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find this show every week on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe while you're there. Comment, like the videos. It helps out a lot, so please keep doing it. But if you just want to listen while you're driving or cooking or doing whatever, working out, I'm not going to ask you what you're doing while you're listening to me. Go check it out on all the biggest podcast platforms. Just search for Wrestling Sheet Radio. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt. Keep your eyes. Hello, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. 
It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.